0: As you may already know, in this country, between three and four people are killed every single day by American police, every day. Sometimes that number swells as high as 10 to 12 people, but you can guarantee that three to four people are going to be killed by our police every single day, over a thousand people a year, year in and year out. And in some countries, police have not killed people in years, a decade, a generation. And no single demographic is more likely to have someone killed by police than young black men struggling with mental illnesses. Nobody is more likely to be killed by our police. And yesterday, as you may have already seen across the internet and all over social media, a young brother named Walter Wallace Jr was shot and killed by Philadelphia police. He needed a hospital. He needed expert attention. Instead, he died in a hail of gunfire by the Philadelphia police. I'm going to unpack and explain the case, tell you how it could be avoided and what we can do about it. This is Sean King, and you are listening to... The the Breakdown. The the, the, the Breakdown. The, 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 The Breakdown. I want to start today's episode with a bit of a confession. I'm tired. <laughs> 2020, it's been a hell of a year. Yesterday we saw the conservative majority on the Supreme Court go to six to three. Won't even spend time talking about it, but it's going to be disastrous, particularly for criminal justice reform and for so much else. But it's just one thing on a list of really when you begin to consider the coronavirus and the pandemic, hundreds of thousands of deaths and problems that we've experienced all year this year. It's just been a long, difficult, painful year, and it almost seems like this year has been like dog years, like it feels like seven years. And it never surprises me now to wake up to some type of bad news about what's going on. And uh, last night, my family and I had a family gathering and I didn't check social media before I went to bed. And when I woke up this morning, I had just dozens of texts and emails and DMs about the horrible police shooting of Walter Wallace Jr. And people are distraught. Walter was clearly in mental distress. My understanding, as I've been told directly, was that people called 911 asking for medical help, for medical support, that they understood he was in some type of mental health crisis, And uh, Walter's father, Walter Wallace Sr., has said publicly that his son was on medication, had a history of mental illness. Uh, He was functioning in society. He he had young kids of his own. He was, my understanding, is a twin brother, which is so painful. I have known other twins. In fact, I'm thinking of my dear friend, Dr. Tiffany Crutcher. Her twin brother, Terrence, was killed by police. And the bond between twins is something that's hard for any of us to understand. And so yesterday, when Walter Wallace Jr. was having a mental health crisis, and people called the only number they knew to call. And when you call, even if you don't want police to show up, if you are just wanting an ambulance to show up, they don't really give you that option. And we need options badly. And when police showed up, Walter had a knife. And if you know anything about people in a mental health crisis with knives, they are most likely to harm themselves. When a person having a mental health crisis has a knife, they are highly likely to cause themselves serious harm. They need medical attention. They need experts that can surround them and disarm them. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, go now to my Instagram page. I've just posted two, but I could post 200 videos from all over the world. I just posted two videos from the UK where one man with a machete uh, in, in a mental health crisis was surrounded by British police officers. They had full body shields and surrounded him until they could disarm him. And then they took him to the hospital where he belonged. I showed you another video of a man who was not having a mental health crisis. He was just pissed. And there was not 20 police officers. There were just two police officers who disarmed this man with nothing but pepper spray and batons. And he was coming after them, literally. Walter Wallace was not coming after the police. He was clearly in distress, clearly disoriented. And if you've seen the horrible video, you can hear the wails of his mother for them not to shoot her son. And and that's what they did anyway. And her anguished cries are heartbreaking. And if you've heard it or seen it, It's something you will not soon forget because her mother understood that they were about to kill her baby. And it's devastating. And when we say that we want to defund the police, there are many things that that means. What we are saying is take some of the tens of billions. It's actually, forgive me. Hundreds of billions of dollars that we spend on American policing. Mind you, who hardly solve rapes and murders. In some cities, it's in the teens. They solve 12%, 15% of rapes and murders in this country. Spend most of their time on traffic incidents, marijuana crimes, shouldn't even be a crime, and then spend their time on domestic incidents, which this really was, please take some of that money and put it on teams that can actually go to a place and peacefully, courageously disarm Walter Wallace, who needed help. We don't understand what was going through his mind and perhaps will never understand what was going through Walter's mind but what we know in that moment is that he needed help he needed expert medical attention he needed people who understood how you talk someone down in that moment doctors and nurses and hospital staff reach out to me every day saying Sean we disarm people like Walter every day in our hospital who have needles and sharp instruments and other things, but are often in a mental health crisis or in a medical emergency, and they get disarmed all the time. You will rarely ever hear about someone being killed in a hospital. And if it does ever happen, it's because an untrained officer walked in there. But doctors and hospital staff You have to understand, millions and millions of people are coming in and out of hospitals every day. And in particular, people with mental health problems and petite nurses are able to stare that problem down and solve it every single day. But when you send a man with a gun to a mental health crisis... He's going to use the weapon he has. Bottom line. And we have to find ways to completely reimagine public safety from top to bottom. Such that instead of sending a bunch of trigger happy police to the scene with Walter Wallace, you send an expert medical team there. And then they assess the situation just like they do all over the world. All over the world. They disarm people like Walter every single day. It takes courage. It takes training. It takes a depth of understanding. And here's the thing. We don't even want it to be a police a police officer or a police department. Send a completely different agency there. I just saw in San Francisco where they are planning on using their fire department for different emergencies. It's better than sending the police. Bottom line. I would rather us create a completely separate department. But if you have to send the fire department, do it. Because the police officers and the police department, it's not working. Bottom line. I'm exhausted it's too much our country is experiencing too much injustice too much pain too much depth too much death rather and it really has no end in sight this is one of those episodes where I don't have a pretty bow on the end but just wanted to share my heart and soul today love and appreciate all of you take care to the hey, it's Nikki. And Maria Elena, hosts of the North Star's newest podcast, America the Voiceless, a podcast that's about the right to vote and the fight to vote. We believe that all Americans have a voice, but far too many Americans hit roadblocks when it comes to casting their votes. In America the Voiceless, we hear from lawmakers, historians, activists, and everyday people as we unpack the barriers some Americans have to overcome to make sure their voices are heard during the voting process. You can listen to a new episode of America the Voiceless every Thursday this fall. All episodes are available on the northstar.com, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to podcasts.